Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. A busy, busy couple weeks for NFTs with some major brands paying attention to Web3 once again. We've got news out of Nike, Adidas, we've got Binance, we've got Manchester United. That's right, a bunch of sports-related NFTs. We also see Azuki dipping into a potential partnership in the sports world. And speaking of sports, with the World Cup coming up, there are several brands targeting that tournament. And also, Mitch will be on later today. We have our weekly So Rare segment where we will break down the top scorers of last week and also some undervalued players. Mitch predicted last week that, you know, we were seeing players hit that 80-point level Would we see a 90 or 100 point? Well, stay tuned because we did hit one of those numbers. Find out who it was and if you should be considering adding them to your roster. All that and more. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone, as I said, this is the Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We got an exciting show, lots of big brands to talk about, and also lots of sports angles in the NFT and Web3 world. And speaking of sports, I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by So Rare. So Rare is a global sports game and entertainment platform that empowers fans to live their passion for sports at a deeper level. You can collect officially licensed digital player cards. They have partnered with Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association, and hundreds of soccer clubs around the world. They also have a World Cup game coming up this week, heading into the games on Sunday. But sign up now and you can get 20 free So Rare NBA cards just for signing up. Sign up with the link in the description below and also get a free limited card when you purchase five on the marketplace. Over 2 million registered users and 300,000 monthly active users on So Rare's platform. And as I said, you will see Mitch and I break down what exactly. So Rare NBA is all about later on today's episode. So stay tuned for that. But again, a shout out to So Rare for sponsoring today's episode. And speaking of today's episode, it is now time to bring on my co-host and producer, the one and only Alyssa. What's up? Hello. Here, ready to talk. Never know what to say when you bring me on. (laughs) No, you, you did great. Another exciting day. Um, before you know, we we dive into today. Uh, a couple follow ups here. Uh, number one would be, of course, our future of crypto event coming up December seventh in. Oh, I have my volume going on my my YouTube. December seventh in New York City. Um, get your tickets today. The link is in the chat. Twenty percent off. Uh, some great guests there. Uh, Garga from Board Apes. We have several Board Ape holders. We have Kevin O'Leary, Anthony Scaramucci. Uh, you can see Alyssa scrolling through the list right there. Luca from Pudgy Penguins. And then if you keep scrolling down, Alyssa, we uh-huh. have a couple additions. Uh, there he is. Uh, I am happy to announce. Uh, I don't think we've done this on the show yet, but Sean, a.k.a. G-Funk, the founder of Punk's Comic, Pixel Vault and, you know, that whole entire ecosystem. He will be speaking. He'll actually be speaking on a panel with Luca from Pudgy Penguins. What a great combination that is. Um, But Alyssa, we had that great Twitter spaces yesterday with G-Funk and VG Freak and Economist, three members of the Pixel Vault team. And I mean, man, they, they had a ton to talk about. And Alyssa, I know you're a big gamer. Like, isn't it exciting to hear, you know, a project like this that has been, you know, aiming for games all along to really say, hey, we're close to getting to Web3 Gaming. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what they got. It's exciting. It's, that's all I'm going to say. 
Um, I'm also excited uh, in, during the space. Uh, Sean G Funk mentioned like how he never spoke to Luca before, like in yeah. person, right? I'm I'm not, like excited to see how that's going to go down since they're on the same panel. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, you know, this NFT community is huge. I mean, if you go to a lot of events, if you're the founders of these projects, you interact, you hear a lot of these people. Um, but yeah, sometimes you never, you know, get to talk to them or, you know, get to share ideas. Like that's how stuff is built um, yeah. in the Web3 space is, you know, common interest. And, you know, who knows, like maybe G-Funk, you know, with his experience and, you know, expertise in the gaming space, maybe he's going to be looked to by some of these other projects, you know, to get a game launched off the ground. Um, but that was a, a very fun Twitter spaces, Alyssa. Uh a lot of people there. We had a really good turnout. Um, of course, you can, you know, go back and listen to the replay um, mm -hmm. on our Twitter. Um, and also, uh, Schiller um, had a great recap um, up. He streamed our spaces on Twitch and then also <laughs> had a, a good recap. And I, I was like, hey, that was pretty good. Like, it was he pretty good. He condensed an hour into a couple minutes. So, I mean, for, for those of you with a short attention span, like, yeah short form content for the win right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah or no time like you're just so busy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i it's mean so I, guess any. I, sh I shouldn't just say short attention span, yeah but... it's kind of it's probably a mix of both but it is it is, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um all right well uh oh you know what i didn't even put in the doc Alyssa. uh speaking of that twitter space um, I, I want to cover one more thing here uh, because it relates to that space and also to the gaming conversation here. Let, let's start with this. Uh, Sony, the owner of the PlayStation, right? For those of you who don't know, I'm sure a lot of people know this. Uh, they filed a couple patents that involve the blockchain and digital assets. Um, you know, again, this doesn't mean they will do it. It doesn't mean that it's going to be full scale. A lot of the wording um, tied around like, you know, esports and video clips. So maybe it's more like Top Shot style where it's like, you know, people who are playing competitive gaming, you know, they can make NFTs of their, their, their kill shots, their clips, right? So maybe it's not necessarily, you know, your, your skins yet, but I think it's a start um Alyssa, what's what's your take on that sony one of the biggest you know video game companies is at least filing trademarks for blockchain and digital assets i think it was during a space sometime someone was mentioning the dog is crying yeah no i i agree i agree uh, yeah yeah she's excited anyways um like the bigger companies pop it in, um, someone mentioned this in a space and I agree with them, like, like all these gamers are spending so much money on like skins and crap. Like why not turn it into an NFT and making it more useful than just having it on an account. And if your account goes bye-bye, then there goes your crap, you know? Um, if yeah. it's an NFT, it'd be great. And I think all these bigger companies could really pop on and capitalize off of that probably, especially if they like add more benefits for the skin that they buy or they sell via NFT, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I want to see what Sony does with it. We don't, do we know what they're, they just patent it? Like, yeah, they just filed the patents. Yeah. And I mean, it, it probably just means that they're, you know, at least considering it. But uh, I mean, what as I said it? in the spaces yesterday, like Microsoft, right? They own Minecraft now after acquiring, uh, you know, that parent company. Uh, Minecraft essentially said, hey, we're not going to do NFTs yeah. uh, and stay away from us with your NFTs um, <laughs> and your NFT world's metaverse land. Um, so, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a, a change of pace and, you know, Sony at least considering it, but uh, yeah, I don't, know. I, I don't know. I hope that they, um, you know, how they have like their exclusives and they're, yeah. um, I just hope to not see like, just like a, a quick grab maybe of like posting a few a collection of like crash bandicoot right and that's it and then you have like another yeah. one over there with like the last of us like i want to see something different from that more yeah. interactive and like more utility yeah for sure 
um i i agree i just it gets me excited that mm -hmm. you know they're at least considering it uh yes. all right well uh speaking of other big companies um we didn't get a chance to talk about this on tuesday's episode but nike um you know one of the biggest apparel companies out there they announced that they are launching dot swoosh which is a digital community and experience and i mean Flat out says this is a Web3 enabled platform that champions athletes and serves the future of sport by creating a new inclusive digital community and experience and a home for Nike virtual creations. Uh, has its own domain, welcome.swoosh.nike. Um, and it will allow Nike members to learn about, collect, and eventually help co create virtual creations. There's that create word again, right? Like these. These companies aren't just, you know, doing, uh, you know, their own launches, right? Like when Instagram was like, hey, we want in NFTs, we're going to let people create on our platform, right? Now you have Nike launching kind of their their own, um, almost like metaverse, right? And they're going to let you create things in there. They're going to have collection drops. Um, I mean, this is pretty cool, right? And for, for me, I feel like, it's the perfect example of like testing a product before you do it. Because one of the things that Nike did was they created Nike land in Roblox, which was like a, you know, a land there. And they did like some NBA competitions. LeBron James showed up. They had millions of people, you know, come visit. Well, then Nike was like, wait a sec, like we could do this on our own. And Nike also owns Artifact. They've got all those digital sneakers, like, Alyssa, I mean, this is this is a pretty big deal, right? Like Nike now is like, I mean, if they weren't already all in, this is like we're all in. Yeah, it's nice to see. Um, like, I'm just, I want to see it have like they did. They're doing it right, I think, with the whole like dipping their toe in the water, testing the waters, you know, like and seeing how it works instead of just going full on with like a half baked plan. Nike knows what they're doing. <laughs> Do you, do you see people using the the creation tool right to like maybe make their own sneakers for oh, this? Don't people do? Ones? Don't people already do the on their like they do? Yes, yeah. I see it. Yes, and the the shoe market is freaking big, um, yeah. and uh, like outside of like vert, uh, digital, um, you just see a lot of artists um, buying like the blank shoe and like creating their own little thing you know so like if this if it if you could do that online and turn it into an nft um i don't know i think it's just smart yeah and Alyssa, in that regards right like when companies launch products they do like you know like focus groups right where you put a bunch of people in a room you play them a commercial or you show them a product and you ask you know what are their thoughts Let's say like people are creating these digital sneakers then inside Nike swoosh. Yeah. I mean, if you're Nike, don't you just say, okay, let's watch and see how well these sell, you know, in these drops and whatever, whichever one sells the best. Yes. Maybe we should make a physical shoe. Yes. They already like, do that without yeah. the NFT. So this, this is just it's better. One more, one more step, it's, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, anticipating demand, like, yeah, and then, crazy. yeah, people can buy it and be like, oh, this is also an NFT, guys. Like, <laughs> this this person won. Or yeah. like, so, I mean, they just, they just essentially, like, through this platform can hire more artists without actually hiring them and, like, allowing them to create their own work, but also potentially, like, partner with Nike down the road. Like, I just that, think it's, yeah. a, it, it's a huge deal. As long as they compensate the artist pretty solid. Yeah, and I mean, that's the stuff we don't know yet, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, what are what are the percents, right? If you create a, a shoe or an item, you know, how much do you get? How much does Nike get? Yeah. You know, is Nike going to, to take a cut right away? Like, that's all, you know, I guess stuff to be determined. Yeah. Um, I know there's like a lot of, well, I don't know about controversy, but like um, stealing artists' designs. Yes. Yes. You don't and, I mean, it. yeah, Nike and other big apparel companies. I mean, yeah, they they have that's a great point. They have had accusations before of yeah. you know stealing stuff. So, you know, this could be a way also in that regard to maybe win back some of these independent uh creators mm -hmm. and artists. So 
again, it's another platform out there, another big company, you know, really, uh, you know, trying to, you know, break through in the Web3 space and not to be outdone. One of Nike's biggest rivals, right? Adidas. Uh, they had a, a couple news items this week. Uh, Alyssa, let's start with um, this one, the, the Super Bowl, or not the Super Bowl. Yes, the World, World Cup, Cup commercial. So let's play this through. So this is Adidas, their World Cup commercial. Now it goes really fast. There, we'll, we'll go. We'll go back though. Um, but you got some soccer players, right? Uh, there's Messi, um, and you know all kinds of Adidas apparel. Um, but in a minute, when when we go back, actually, there's some pictures in this uh, first mint tweet um, that shows, and I think I even said this on Tuesday that there is, oh, you're just gonna do it. There it is. Yeah, there is a bored ape in this commercial. Um, that is Indigo. It is the bored ape that Adidas bought. They own it. He is on a box of cereals. Uh, Indigoals <laughs> is the name of it, of course, uh, for anyone who's ever watched the soccer match and, you know, the person says goal and they do the, the O as long as they goal. can. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a bored ape in the commercial. Um, I mean, Alyssa, like earlier this year, we were talking about the Super Bowl and how big of a deal that was, how there was like a bored ape, you know, in the eToro commercial, there was a couple halftime performers that had bored apes, but like, the World Cup on a global scale is such a massive event that like, so not only like, you know, the Super Bowl, which is seen by, you know, hundreds of millions of U.S. Um, people. Now you have the World Cup, which is seen by millions around the world, potentially getting their first glimpse of a, a board ape. Um, you know, I, I assume a lot of people know it, but like you have people watching soccer that maybe have never heard of NFTs and now they see this cereal box. So like, what's, what's your take on having this board ape in this commercial? I mean, not a big part of the commercial, but just like enough there to maybe ask the question of what is that? True. Yeah. 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 Like, what is that? <laughs> um, it is putting it in front of a bunch of eyes like i know board ape is up there you know a lot of people know it but like there's still probably a lot of people who don't know it or at least maybe they don't know that adidas is associated with them at all yeah that's that they don't i know a lot of people probably don't spend their life on twitter or watching <laughs> the news like us, or watching I mean. our show yeah, yeah they, so, they don't I mean, know so this could be like the first time they've ever seen like adidas has a ape or, or they see that and then they type in and Google like Adidas board ape and then they just go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Maybe. For sure. Uh, also um, of note, uh, I don't think I put this in the, uh, the doc anywhere. I forgot. Um, there are a couple soccer players, um, Neymar of Brazil and uh Memphis Depay of the Netherlands, um, who both own Board Apes. Uh, I think there's a couple others, but those are the two big ones that jump out in my memory. Um, so there's the potential that, you know, maybe, you know, they're wearing Board Ape merch, oh, yeah. right? When they arrive to the stadium for their soccer match or the post game, right? Or maybe they, you know, have a, you know, some sort of logo with it. Or when they're tweeting, you know, hey, great win over, you know, such and such team, and an ape is their profile picture. Again, it's that brand recognition that like you guys aren't, you know, paying for this. It's just happening because yeah. it's like such a big deal. So I just think the World Cup is another event that can kind of, you know, maybe bring some positivity back into, you know, board apes and NFTs because it starts asking that question of, you know, what is that? Um, you know, hey, my favorite soccer player has this NFT. What is it? Um, you know, it's just, it's just pretty cool to see it on that global scale. And Alyssa, that wasn't the only news out of Adidas, right? Dropping this commercial. They also have this, this Twitter thread here, um, that shows off some new merch. Ooh. Um, so Adidas previously dropped some merch where they partnered with Yuga Labs and Board Ape. And now look at this video. Okay. So this is virtual gear. We'll, we'll scroll down in the thread here in a minute, but check out these pictures um, of of these items, okay? 
Uh, I mean, pretty unique. <laughs> pretty cool video. There's there's the ape, right? And like, I think those were bananas. So again, I mean, a little a little out there, a little different. Um, but I I feel like that's kind of cool. Okay, now here's the <laughs> here's the last one. Uh, okay, so. All right. I don't know if we want to do. Okay, let's just stay on that one. Yep. Okay. So, last night, um, the co-founders uh, of Yuga Labs did a Twitter Spaces uh, with our, you know, actually with uh, Miami Ape Laura, right? Who we talked to a couple weeks ago. Hey. She's going to be at Future Crypto. So shout out to Laura for getting that um, interview. And one of my favorite quotes uh, was that they said. The virtual gear reminded them of Elmo taken over by a demon. <laughs> I cannot get that thought uh, out of my head now after that. Uh, because when you look at that picture, Alyssa, like, I just, it makes, it, it, it makes me laugh. It's Elmo taken over by a demon. You're right. And, you know, um, just for that alone... Like I love out of this world wacky things, anyways. But like, I would I would wear that <laughs> for the meme. I would want it. I want it. That's that's a great point, Alyssa. Is that like maybe that was gonna be the one that people wanted the least, and now the fact that Gordon like said that, I feel like that's the one that now everyone wants, right? Yeah. <laughs> like because he literally like called it out, and also like it's kind of hard to tell. Um, you know, they're in the picture, but it is that DMT fur um, trait for board apes that's, you know, with the eyeballs that's, you know, symbolized on this. So, like, again, yeah. anyone who loves board ape, you know that trait. And, like, that's not a trait that's going to be on a ton of merch, but you have it here, you know, with Adidas. So, uh, a very interesting collection. And, yeah, I mean, Elmo taken over by a demon. I love uh, it. Can't, I love it. can't stop thinking about that. But if you go back to that thread, right? So it, it kind of breaks down the, the launch here, right? So uh, this is an eclectic mix of impossible silhouettes uh, tying together past and future. Uh, they call it their first NFT collection of wearables, um, virtual gear, and this strengthens their Web3 community-based member-first open metaverse pledge. Again, lots of words there, right? community metaverse uh, adidas again one of the bigger companies really going in uh, it includes eight silhouettes within 16 variations with certain rarities um that will be chosen by the community um so again uh you know an opportunity for the community uh you know to interact um but you know this is one of those things where like again adidas partnering with yuga uh you know, just more brand recognition and more use case and rewards for people who own Yuga assets, right? Like if if you don't own a board ape, you can't just get this right away, right? I think you have to have one. Um so I don't know. Is there there's not like a price or anything, right? Or any details for um open see, let's see. Are there some already Come on, come on. Oh, well, there is some there. Oh, where is it? It's probably super expensive. Probably get, yeah. Is there a way to sort? There's got to be a way to sort. Yeah, I like the balloon looking. The balloon, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, these are all these are all pretty unique. Collection? No, not collections. Category. Crap, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll come back to it. We'll, we'll look at it later. Um, or next week, but yeah. uh, yeah, again, Adidas, you know, just really going kind of all in, right? And you know, another great use case for for Yuga here. <laughs> um, Alyssa, next up, we have uh, what's on here? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, who is going to be you know featured in the World Cup once again, playing for Portugal. Uh, he is launching an NFT collection with Binance. Uh, tomorrow. So earlier this year, he signed a multi-year partnership with Binance. I believe we talked about that on the show when it happened. But this is going to be the first NFT collection drop. Uh, seven animated statues, four rarity levels, 
normal, rare, super rare, and super, super rare. Uh, I'm not making that up. I I wish I was, guys. Uh, And then, let's see. So there is a total of, I think there's 10,000, but I can't remember now. But some of the different rarities come with a personal message from Ronaldo, autograph merch, uh, mystery boxes, guaranteed access for future drops, entry into giveaways. Um, Also, none of these prices are in USD, so I don't, or wait, it's Binance USD. Uh, So I think it's, they're starting at 77 uh, dollars and then some of the highest valued ones start at ten thousand dollars and it looks like are going to be auctioned um i mean what do you think of this Alyssa? like an we, we've had a lot of like back and forth on these athlete collections right like is it mm-hmm. a cash grab is it actually trying to connect with fans um and now you have binance with binance obviously in the news recently for the ftx stuff but Ronaldo is one of the biggest athletes in the world. He's actually the most followed person on Instagram in the world, like ahead of the really? Kardashians, the Jenners, uh, you know, Elon Musk isn't on Instagram, but if he was, but yeah, Ronaldo is the most followed person on Instagram. Um, you know, and again, timing, right. World cup games start on Sunday and this NFT drop happens tomorrow. Um, what, what do you think of this? I'm on the side of like the whole cash grab thing, but I don't know. <laughs> I know we've we've gone over headlines of uh, a bunch of um, celebrities and athletes uh, doing a a quick NFT drop. Where yeah. of course, like if you if you're lucky or you get if you spend the most money, you'll get a customized message or an autograph or. Um, something that they owned or something that they touched (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah no i i agree i i think i'm like i'm like not on the fence of what it is i i i don't love because again like binance isn't like associated with nfts right so i already worry a little bit there and i do think it's a bit of a cash grab just with like the timing of it you know around the world cup but I do think, and I, you know, this is not financial advice by any means. I do think this is going to sell out and I think it'll be popular. And the reason why we just showed it, right? 490 yeah. million followers um, on Instagram. Again, super well known. If these are only $77 at the starting price, I mean, really, if you convert $77 to like when we were buying like ETH NFTs, it's really not that much. Um right. And it's, especially if you have the chance of getting, you know, a rare one, right? People it, like to play the the lottery game with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Like, it can be a cash grab, but, like, it's uh, not that expensive when you really think about it. And it's um, perfect timing, and he's got plenty of people who like him. <laughs> so they probably would want that, you know, message, the possibility of getting an autograph from him. Yeah. For sure. And speaking of Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo currently plays for Manchester United, um, but there is some tension between him and the team. But Manchester United announced that they are launching NFTs and they will be powered by the Tezos blockchain um, because that's their official crypto partner. Now, the thing here, Alyssa, that I kind of like that they're doing is that they're their first NFT collection they're doing is going to be given free to fans. I don't know what that means. I don't know if you have to like belong to a fan club, if you have to like sign up, but they are going to be free, right? You don't have to pay. So picture it kind of like when Reddit did it, right? Where like, you know, loyal people got rewarded with a free, you know, not NFT, of course, because they don't use that word, a digital collectible. Um, But then later on, Manchester United, you know, will be doing, you know, some launches that cost money. Um, Again, you know, the Tezos blockchain isn't exactly, you know, one of the the more popular ones for NFTs. But again, price point, right? The ones that are sold later will be for $35 um, equivalent in U.S. And also 20% of proceeds will be donated to the Manchester United Foundation. So there is that little bit of, you know, charitable contribution. Um, I mean, Manchester United, again, 
they're one of the most followed soccer teams in the world. So they have a fan base. So again, I think there will be demand. Um, but you know, the question is the utility and the long-term use case. So, uh, Alyssa, what do you think of them though doing the first drop or collection for for free for fans? Is that is that the right move? Yeah, I mean it's like maybe they're going at it in the like uh, a merch like in a like in a way merch, you know? Um, it's like giving away free T-shirts, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the first round giving it away, yeah, and then it says what thirty five thirty pounds. $35. Yep, $35 US. That's not that much. That's not yep. that bad. And they're going to they're going to donate 20% of that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty pretty solid. Um I'm still going to like say like it's probably like treating it like merch in a way. It, obviously it's not, but it's an NFT. You collect it. Um so it kind of is like it, you know. Right, yeah. right? Am I <laughs> right? You're 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 right. <laughs> I think you're right at least. Uh all right. Well, I know we're starting to, to get out of time here um, before we get into, you know, all the so rare talk. But uh, Alyssa, One a more. project we talk about a lot, yes. um, Azuki, right? Yeah. It's actually a project that's held up well in this bear market. And you actually saw this and pointed it out to me that Azuki, um, it looks like in the sports world, yeah. um, Red Bull Racing had this sweet little trailer. And I mean, flat out, you know, says right in there, Azuki. Um, you can see the Azuki number up there. Yep. Um, and this looks to be, you know, a, a use case for Azuki's and as you know, Azuki getting maybe more involved here in the world of sports. Um, Red Bull Racing, 4 million followers on Twitter. Um, very popular Formula One brand. Oh, uh, this is a, a big deal. Oh, also, you know what? I just saw um, if you go to the pictures on. Oh, there we go. Is this Claim one an exclusive? No. So on their Twitter, um, Oracle Red Bull Racing, if you look at their pictures, it looks like uh, I see an Azuki on a car. Really? Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Not that one, right? Hold on. I'm just going to no. go to media. Uh, if you go to media. It's like off to the side. Uh, oh, right, right there, right there. Look at that. Oh, look at oh. that Azuki right there. Like, that's that's pretty sweet. That is sweet. Like, remember, is... like, I mean, maybe you don't remember this, but like last <laughs> year, I remember writing about like, you know, uh, Doge coin shiba going to be on nascar car whatever for you know i remember driver, that. right yeah now we got nfts again like starting to you know get on cars get on jerseys right like we have a soccer team over in england with the the chromie squiggle as their jersey right like that's where we are now with sports like and that's why we're talking about sports is you know all these different brands but like so, so are they giving this you can claim a free one of these dudes like i i think so free it looks like it gonna have from to november that. 17th through 27th i like so that yeah i like that it's like a big window you get a free nft i like how they call it blue chip the first yeah. blue chip nft on an F formula one race car so that's pretty neat I love and that. you, you guys already know I like I like Azuki. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to claim that. I'm yeah, me too. To, set, to a reminder? Yeah, wait, set a reminder. Wait, wait. It started today. Do it now. Yeah, that's today. <laughs> Pre-registration starts today. Oh. Yeah, why not claim it? Like that's another thing. Like I like when they give away free things. Like uh, uh, Manchester giving away a free one. Like. It's just, I don't know. I like when things are given for free. Just collecting thing. I'm who doesn't want to collect? For sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, for, you know, again, this goes back to followings, right? Like Formula One is kind of like the World Cup. I, I, I essentially, I like that analogy because like the World Cup is popular in the U.S., but it's more popular as a global sport. Yeah. Formula One isn't as popular in the U.S. It's growing a ton, but it is so popular around the world. So again, like Azuki, 
is going to get so much more attention being on this Formula One car. Um, I mean, I, I feel like if he if he's ready here to, to come on, we probably got to ask Mitch about this because uh, I, I know. Oh, Mr. yeah, we know. Yeah. I know Mitch is uh, Mr. Formula One guy here. So, uh, I mean, Mitch, you going to get one? Is Mitch ready? Let us know if you're ready. Come. Do I got to bring you on or you want to hop he, on? He's oh, ready. He's he ready. He I ready. think he's ready. Let's go. I'm ready. Mitch, the first blue chip NFT on a Formula One car, Azuki. How about this? I love it. Love it. Smart pull that car. Pull there. the car up back up, Alyssa. Car. Um, if you go down. Uh, there it right is. There. Look at that. Mm. Look at that Azuki with the lightning eyes on the Formula I One like car. It. So this is Red Bull Racing. Um, I, like I mean, it. one of the biggest teams out there. This is pretty sweet. And, you know, I think, you know, you know who missed out on this? You know, Red Bull took this. But tell me this wouldn't have made more brand sense for Honda. Yeah. Honda. Honda left Formula yep. One. And yep. that's what happened here. And I think that, you know, they used to be teamed up with Red Bull. I think they would have jumped all over this. But yep. uh, definitely on the cars, things like this, this is what you want to be seeing, right? This is what's going to keep the projects alive, especially during a downturn. And especially when you get that upturn, that's where you're going to be looking for some more partnerships like this, right? Keep looking for more and more of those partnerships opening up in the next couple of years. But this is not a bad one there. Definitely going to go ahead and bring Azuki. And Azuki has been struggling, right, as of late? I feel like it was such a great release. but Yeah, it was really popular at first. It, it's kind of held up, but they haven't had a ton of news, right? Like, that's mm, the biggest yeah. thing is, like, during the bear market, like, everyone's just quiet behind the scenes, you know, building. But, like, all of a sudden now we got, you know, the, this Formula One. Like, that is a huge deal. And, I mean, Mitch, would you agree with what I said, right? Like, kind of like the World Cup, where it's, like, not necessarily the most popular sport in the U.S., but, like, on a global scale, like the World Cup and Formula One are just yeah. massive for other countries. Yeah, and I mean, uh, that's what you want. You, you want global exposure, right? Not just uh, regional exposure. Uh, regional exposure sounds great, but I mean, I, I want something that's going to be kind of global. I think that that's exactly what they went after there. Um, you know, they could have easily put it on maybe, I don't know, uh, a basketball arena or something like that. Yeah. But that would have been in one arena, right? Versus yep. putting it on a car that's going to be going in different tracks around different places in the globe. Yeah, and now ESPN, right, is broadcasting, you know, Formula One. You're going to see this car on ESPN. Yeah. Like, it's just, again, like, it's that guaranteed exposure. So, all right, well, we have Mitch on, of course, because it's time to talk about uh, So Rare, um, So Rare NBA, right? These digital cards, NFTs, this fantasy element, right? So, Mitch, uh you know, I, I love doing this segment. Um, Alyssa, you're welcome to, to stick around. Uh, we'll <laughs> probably move you to the background for the... Uh, everyone say I'm bye, Alyssa. Bye. All right. Well, Mitch, let's let's break down here uh, what I, I want to talk about first, right? So these were the matchups last week, uh, games that were Friday through Sunday. Now, let me go ahead and show. These were my two teams, Mitch, my okay. champion team. Uh, it didn't do so well, right? Uh, 4,747th because, uh, Nurkic got hurt. He didn't play. And that's my star player, right? Like that's the guy I I paid a decent amount for. And anytime you get that DNP, like that just, it hurts so bad. And then in my contender, same thing. Uh, uh, Shamet didn't play and Niang, my newest pickup only got 15 he just he didn't do so great and my actually my most expensive player Mitch Drew Holiday also hurt so I can't even put him in a lineup right now until he comes back so I I struggled a little bit so that was how my teams did um, yeah uh, I'll tell you what you had a common theme that I struggled with uh, let's talk about that and it's a common theme that I think is going to be our lesson to learn this week so if you want a lesson to learn and so rare make sure. Your guys are probably playing because when they don't play, it yeah. definitely can ruin your outlook. I was looking really, really good in this commons champion. 
and then Hero didn't play. Yeah. I could have got a, I could have got really close to the top. I had two sixteen. A forty point would have put me really close yeah. to the top. And yeah, over so, two hundred. That's, that's yeah. Really I mean, I had Don Donick. I had Curry, Hartford, uh, Denman's been giving me big return. This is a sneaky pick yeah, here. The lower Denman, cost, right? Yeah. Well, one thing about Denman is he was an eight, now is a ten. But of course, injuries to Bam has brought in his game up. And you can see it. He's scoring 26. You know, it's, it's a good move there. Uh, and Fox was the one that I recently got um, that did good in the common contender. Fox is definitely a good card, definitely, to have. Claxon, we've talked about that many times. But Smith ruined this one. Had a chance to really start getting into the points. And then Vujicic with a 12. That's not going to do it for us. So definitely Vujicic's just been dropping his game there a little bit. We might actually start looking to trade some. So um, what I'm going to be starting yeah. to do is uh, do a little bit more of offering. And that's a new feature that's been going out. And guess what? Let's, let's do a little daily drop action. Daily drop. Oh, it's in 1 minute 53. I'll be uh, ready we'll, there. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it a little bit then. We got we to gotta wait for that countdown. Um, but yeah, so Mitch, I, I want to talk about the, the top scores from last week, right? So... Uh, this is a segment we love doing, right? To to look at who who's putting up the most points, right? So this yeah. was this was last week's and Mitch, you called it. You said finally when are, when are we gonna get a 90 point or a hundred point player right there on screen? Joel Embiid, a hundred points. That is a crazy number in this game. And not only did he hit that, but Luca had 81. Those are two of the biggest <sighs> scores we've seen since so rare went live like that is huge and as you see when i break down the top lineups you're gonna see a common theme there garland third jason tatum fourth donovan mitchell sabonis and fox um but let's kind of break down this right so Embiid, not only did he have 100 but the game before that he had 69 like that's not a horrible score either but again you get yeah. the best score of the games that week but i mean massive points you know, uh, this guy that, is just a hundred points with five turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> he had 110 points. Really? They just, they just took some of that down. And, you know, I mean, there's not many times I think we're going to see someone score 59 points yeah. in a game too. That's, that's pretty high up there. And one thing I think about Joel Embiid that I think is an important factor. And I was thinking about it also about if I should get his card or not. He usually does better in kind of like once the season really starts at the beginning of seasons usually he struggles but once he gets his game going and he gets i think it's con his conditioning really that's yeah. what it is about you know a couple of weeks couple of months into the season he usually takes off so he could be taking off here and you think he's a 39 exp yeah nowhere near like a, a donka or, or curry so i think this is even value at yeah. a high price player for sure. And then uh, right behind Embiid, we had Luca. So this was a, I mean, a little bit of a risk match, right? Because Luca only had one game in yeah. those three days. But look at that 80.6. Like, again, 81 would, no that would win most weeks as the top guy. But Embiid, mm -hmm. of course, you know, had that monster game. But Luca, uh, you know, in second, then we were followed up here by Garland. And I uh, look at this, Mitch, this is a good breakdown of why maybe it's important for people to have more than one game, right? If Garland only had that first game, you would have gotten a 38, but because he yeah. had two, you walk away with the higher score and get that 74, which is, you know, a great score to have. Um, and in a lot of cases, Garland's not going to be your MVP either. Like he's not as high of a cost as an Embiid or a Luka, so another one to, to roster in there. Jason Tatum uh, finishing in fourth, and Mitch, I mean, look at those two scores, 51 and 68. I mean, I would have taken either one of those. I think that beat all of my people this week, yeah. um, you know, in both games. Uh, and then followed by Donovan Mitchell, again, a guy who only played one time, but he got that 62. Um, he's been pretty consistent this season. Yeah. Um, what were we going to say, Mitch? But no, he, he's, he's definitely one of the ones that I think are some of the top to look for. I mean, and another thing that you're mentioning there, you just mentioned two people on the Cavs, right? I mean, yeah. that just goes to show you that if you're finding the teams that are scoring 
and the teams that are led by maybe a two-man or three-man type of teams, those are the ones you want to be looking for. They have consistency here. And, you know, Mitchell or uh, Garland doing really well as of late. Definitely. And then followed by Sabonis. Uh, he's had a couple good weeks. Um, I actually got his common, uh, I think, as my my daily free one or it was in a, a swap I did. Um, so I've been rostering him now, Mitch. Uh, I really like, you know, he's he's a double-double machine most of the time. He's getting a lot of playing time. I feel like he's come on strong recently. Uh, and then you have uh, Fox, right? And again, look at, you know, the difference of the two scores, 61 and 47. Uh, you know, another great showing. And I would have taken either of those scores. And, and Mitch, we're going to walk through the, the top rosters here. So, you know, we didn't earn prizes, but these people did. Uh, look at that first place. Uh, Luca, Garland, Embiid, Thompson, and Hauser. So they had three of the top seven scorers of the week rostered. Mitch. You ain't beating I, that. Like, yeah. Like, that's crazy, right? Uh, Honestly, then, I think that might be – we got to write that score down there. That's 329.77. Yeah. That might be the top score of the season right yeah. there. Um, so keep that in mind, 329. Anything above 300. Yeah, I would take a, a 300 score. in a heartbeat right now. And I think yeah. second place, actually, yeah. Look at look at that. Uh, Luca, uh, Embiid, Mitchell. So, again, three of the top seven scorers. Um, and a common theme, right, with having Luca and Embiid. And, of course, the person in third place um, had Embiid. They did not have Luca, So a little bit difference there. And then that was the contenders. If we go down to the champions, uh, first place again, you know, had – or this is second – had Embiid. Um, and then third place, Luca and Embiid. And first place, uh, had Embiid but not Luca. Um, so, I mean, Mitch. Like we just went through the first, second, third of the contender and the champion. You saw him. Luca was in almost all of them. Embiid yeah. was in almost all of them. Like it just goes to show that you really want that top scorer of the week. It can really make a difference. And looking back at last week, you know, remember Tatum was the top scorer. Luca was third. Embiid is nowhere on that list. Yeah. So. Like, Mitch, I, I guess my question for you here before we get into your segment is I actually went and I pulled up the dollar cost right now for Luca and Embiid, okay? So I don't know if you know how – do you know how much they're they're ranging right now? Depends, but we can go into it. Okay. What, you, what you've been seeing. Let, let's say, though, if they cost the same amount, mm -hmm. okay? If they were the same dollar amount, who would you pick, Luca or Embiid? Well, it's all about what you're looking for. If you're looking for consistency, I would say Luca. Yeah. But if you're looking for ceiling, as we can clearly see it in Joel Embiid with that 100-point scoring, I mean, that's probably what you're looking for, really. Because I think a lot of us are looking towards a winning of the rare, right? And if you can get a Tier 1 yeah. uh, rare card and win this kind of limited competition, of course, that's going to bring you a massive return. I'm sure those tier ones, especially in the rares, I've seen rares go at 400 above. So I'm thinking tier one, you're probably getting a nice $600 card in return for winning the turn, uh, the limited uh, competition there. And that's not bad at all. I think that's a massive return there. So I would play for the ceiling. I'd go with Joel and beat. Yeah, see, I think I would go with the the first part of what you said there, right? The consistency. Mm -hmm. um, again, you know, you're going to have the players that break out, but I think really, uh, you know, what you're going to talk about in the next segment, the undervalued players is really where I think your breakouts can happen and your higher ceilings. I think I would rather have Luca in my roster, you know, every every week, right, as that consistent scorer. Um, that's actually why I have his common, right? Is you know, it was the free one I picked initially was with Luca. But then we look at prices, Mitch, and that's where yeah. it changes the conversation. Because if we look at Luca, the cheapest Ooh. limited right now on the marketplace, so not the auctions, but the marketplace, 370, let's call it nine dollars. Okay. Money. That's a lot of money to spend on a limited, right? We did our rosters with $250. Now, 
if Luca costs 379, what do you think Embiid cost, Mitch? I mean, you might kind of know this or have a ballpark, but I, I would say I would say lower. Lower actually probably than Luca. 175, Mitch. Mm, you see big difference there, right? $200 difference. And like, bigger ceiling. And so, bigger I ceiling. Mean... Like this is where now we go back to that, Mitch. So I mean, you already picked Embiid, but now if you had to pick Embiid or Luca based on dollar, you're sticking with Embiid, right? Embiid, and that's one thing that I realized more along is that uh, you, you one thing you want to be, of course, having some consistency. But really, I mean, it's about what you're doing this for. If you're doing it for the win, then I say you go for the ceiling, just like I would do it in any fantasy sport, right? Sometimes yeah. you need some ceiling if you want to win. So I, I say Joel Embiid, but that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, same thing. If if they were the same dollar amount, I think I'd still go with Luca for the consistency. But I mean, if you if you're looking and you got to pay for him, which you do if you're getting the limiteds, I, I think the obvious choice here is Embiid. I mean, two hundred dollars you could take then. I mean, there's not a ton of players that you couldn't buy with two hundred dollars. So like, if you have Embiid, I mean, you can't buy Luca, you can't buy Curry with that two hundred dollars, but you can buy you know Giannis, Cat, uh, Mitchell. Like you can stack your roster. Like there's a lot to do with two hundred dollars. So I, I would take Embiid all day long there. Now, like always, uh, you know you're gonna need a ceiling player, but you also might need one other thing, right? And you're gonna need probably an undervalued player, right? I think that's in a big important part of this competition. And like always, guys, you guys can join in on the so rare competition. You guys don't even need to be paying up just to join in. Get your 20 common cards and you'll get more than that, right? Now with a free daily drop, you'll be able to keep continuing to build up your lineups and put out a pretty decent lineup. You know, I got LaMelo Ball recently. Uh, Not a bad little pickup there from the common free uh, pickups. So let's get into our undervalued players of the week. This is going to be a little segment that I'm going to try to bring to us consistently. Let's take a look at my first time talking about the top three undervalued players of the week. Rare NBA's top three undervalued players this week. Let's get right to it. Number three, Jonathan Kaminga, forward from Golden State Warriors. Kaminga's been a spectacular find the last week with a 2 EXP, giving you a 30-point return. Now 6 EXP and a 23-point return. Can't get wrong with that. That's what we call undervalued. Number two, forward from Trailblazers, Jeremy Grant. Grant at 33X needs to return a high score if he's going to be considered an undervalued player. And he did just that. His last three games scoring 58, 54, and 45. Can't get better than that. Grant killing it lately for the Trailblazers. Then our number one undervalued player this week. Guard Sacramento Kings. Terrence Davis just going off with an EXP of 12. Bringing in what we call here a weak winner. As Davis put up 67 score on the Brooklyn Nets with seven, I said it, seven three-point shots. Ending the game with 31 points, nine rebounds, four assists, and one block. Like always, when you're looking for undervalued players, you got to look for players that have the high ceiling. And like always, you guys can join in on the So Rare competition. All you got to do is hit the link down below and get your free cards. Yes, I said it. Free common cards. Join the show today. Have some fun and play some NBA fantasy game with none other than So Rare. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We'll see what happens with those underrated players. And definitely we'll take a look at how they did. And like always, one thing that I called out, you're going to need one of those, the weak winners, I will call it. And definitely if you can get a cheap player, have some really good high ceiling players, some high cost players, of course, on that squad, and then mix in a really low player, maybe a 12 to And what I found the sweet spot is like lower than 12, really, because that gives you a lot of 
EXP on the other players, then if you can get a return over 20 or 30 for those types of players, that's how you find yourself a league winner, especially we're going to have to see what happens in this week. Who will be the limited winner for next week? We'll have to wait and see till next week. And of course, we'll be making our rosters to see if Chris and I can get into the uh, actual rewards, right? I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. We're battling. It ain't yeah. that easy, right? Mitch, I uh, I right now am going to win a common tier one, right? Because my common uh, champion is doing so good, or the contender is doing so good, but the champion one's not, and my limited roster is also not doing as well. I do have, uh, you know, a couple guys playing tonight. I have an outside, you know, shot, but you know, uh, a little disappointed this week. And again, that injury to Drew Holiday, I might have to go back to the drawing board, um, you know, and look for some other players. So, uh, but I love that undervalued segment. The one for me this week that is paying off right now is uh, Banton, Delano Banton of the Raptors. I think he has a cost of nine. Um, he had 54 points uh, playing against the Pistons, nice. 54 fantasy points against the Pistons. And I actually rostered him. I don't think I had rostered him before, Mitch, but I had him in, uh, I think, literally just to fit in the cap, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. That's how it is. <laughs> you, you have to look for one of those. Uh, like one that I had this week that wasn't that bad is Cornette. He's a 12, got a 39. Those are the type of things that are really going to get you up there. You know, uh, even like, let's say like uh, Denman's 23, that's, that's, you know, that's 13 over. That's nice. But that's not like a, a weak winner. Like if you get a 39 from a 12, that's going to truly get you over the edge. And watch out for those NGs, those no games played. Yeah. They can definitely ruin your lineup. But that's probably going to do it for us this week, Chris. We're going to have to see if we can, you know, get into it. We're going to have to battle here. If anything, I think Chris and I are going to have to maybe do a little trading between ourselves. Yeah, we might have maybe to, make a super squad next yeah, week. Yeah, make a, a super Benzinga squad. Uh, also, Mitch, we don't have time to get into it today, but a reminder that So Rare is launching a World Cup challenge, right? Games start on Sunday, so you have a couple days. Sign up for So Rare, and you actually get to make a World Cup team for free. Um, similar to this, right? You have to fit into the, the cap, but, uh, you can pick players from all those different teams, compete in the contest, and you can win a ton of different prizes, uh, possibly some soccer jerseys. I know Mitch loves jerseys. Don't miss um, out. We yeah. got it. We, I already, I'm already on top of it, Chris. I started I playing around. I started playing around earlier and I couldn't get a team under the cap, Mitch. So I was like, Oh, I don't, look, I look at like, my squad. Look at my squad here. Not too bad. Yeah. I, I, not I too bad. The, the key there is also value players. You got to draft good. So go ahead and draft your global cup players. November 20th to November 24th. We'll see what happens in the world cup. I'm super excited. Big Germany fan, but you, you know, we got, we got, uh, the Netherlands here with Chris Ketchy. We're going to keep watching to see what happens. Netherlands or at least Dutchland, right? Dutchland all the way, right? Yeah, we got we got Netherlands. We also have U.S. competing, and they were yes. not in the last World Cup. Uh, so I'm curious. I, I was looking at, uh, you know, uh, Pulsic on, uh, you know, Pulsic. my roster. Um, I think he's going to get a decent amount of goals. But the big question is how far can the U.S. go? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really fun to make these rosters. So looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it, Mitch. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, let me go ahead and bring back on Alyssa chilling in the background. Alyssa, what's up? Hello. Um, great segment. Um, I wanted to, you know, I have a, I have a little bit of a breaking news. Let's see it. Kinda. Um, you know, this 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 goes well with what we were talking about earlier with the Adidas uh, cereal box, yeah. the fake Adidas cereal box. Yeah. Watch this. Look at this. Who's that? That's Tony. That, that's Tony Tiger. All right, let's press play. Let's see what we see here. <laughs> uh, do you see that? Oh man. Do you see that? Arf arf. Huh? That that's a seal right there. <laughs> Why do I we, feel like I saw a penguin on a cereal box too yesterday? Now that I think about did it, did we? Oh, I don't. I didn't see that, but oh, this, this is new. Uh, oh, who was it that shared that? Yeah, but I think that might be the same company, like anonymous. Someone partnered with Kellogg's, right? Yeah. Or 
yeah anonymous brand whatever that yeah I don't know. this is very timely the fake you got the fake adidas one no this is real this, <laughs> this is, is crazy real. like this again this just makes so much sense like start getting these characters out in the world consumer products like yeah yeah i mean okay. this is how my kids are gonna learn and know nfts right other than just listening to me they're gonna see them on cereal boxes they're gonna see them on commercials they're gonna see tv shows they're gonna see you know plushies right they're gonna yes. see toys like that's that's it so Get in the minds of the youth yeah so shout out to sappy seals uh we had them on a, a past episode that was a, a great fun conversation um so yeah arf arf on the cereal box great find Alyssa. it is and and yeah hit, hit that so rare link i'm going back to so rare hit the link Get your free cards. Yeah, and one of these weeks play. we still got to do Alyssa's free free cards and have her play. Um, yes. But yeah. yeah, ton of sports content today, Alyssa. I know you. I know you love sports, but uh, it was it was the big news items this week. But uh, yes, it was. So yeah. uh, again, really cool to see these big brands: Nike, Adidas, uh, you know, Red Bull Racing, you know, global brands, not just U.S. global brands saying we don't care that it's a bear market we're still seeing an opportunity in web3 like that's the important thing here everyone is, like yes. it may be a bear market but long term web3 has lasting power if all these big brands keep sticking with it exactly but that's gonna do it for us uh, again shout out to our sponsor so rare sign up with the link below and also in the chat right now we will catch everyone next week on Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And as always, stay tuned. More great Benzinga content coming up on YouTube. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Until next week, everyone, have a good one and stay safe out there. Bye.